0: Somebody once said, youth is the gift of nature, but age is a work of art. Join me as I help you paint a beautiful picture. Welcome to Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older, episode 13. Hope that's not bad luck. Actually, consider doing like hotels and skipping 13 and going right to 14. But let's just throw caution to the wind, shall we? Today's episode, Medicare and Social Security costs are going up, but does that mean we're going down? As I predicted several episodes ago, Medicare costs are going to increase. This was announced on October 12th. The CMS or Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services did let us know that my prediction of it rising by $10 is correct. It's going to go from 164.90 to 174.70 starting January 2024. That's a $9.80 uh, 80%. A $9.80 increase from 2023 and what can I say? we kind of knew this was going to happen right it just it it's just like the double whammy there's just there's no break from just constantly getting over the head with I'm sorry if you're a senior it's kind of bad news so the premium increase comes on the heels of a decrease in 2023 in the part b monthly charge the part b deductible is also going to rise to $240 in 2024 from $226 this year. And this comes also with the announcement, the formal announcement, that the uh, Social Security Administration cost of living increase will be only 3.2%. That means the average monthly Social Security retirement benefit will rise by $59 from approximately $1,848 to $1,907 per month. I'm going to go after this part first. Again, I have, in in jobs that I've had, I've had access to see the letters and know how much many seniors in my area are receiving per month. And I can count on, I'll, I'll, I'll give the benefit of the doubt, I'll count on two hands the number of people who are receiving anywhere close to $1,900 a month. The average monthly Social Security benefit that I see, that or that, I, or that I, I have seen in the past, is probably more along the lines of about 1100 to $1,200 a month. Many well below that. A few a little bit higher than that. Not many at all at $1,900 a month. So I'm not quite sure where this average comes from. I'm sure they are looking at everyone all across the country and they're doing their multiplication and division and all that kind of stuff. But I can tell you that the average person, at least low-income seniors, are not receiving anything close to that at all. The CMS also announced that premiums for those Medicare enrollees who pay higher monthly charges because of their income will also increase. I don't think they're going to get hurt quite as bad. So if you're an individual who files uh, your taxes and your income is between $103,000 a year and $129,000 a year, you will pay $244.60 a month for Part B instead of the standard $174.70 that it will become. But again, I think if you're, as an individual, bringing in $129,000, that's not going to hurt you quite as much as the senior who's bringing in $1,200. That might see that increase to about $1,240, but their cost for their Medicare insurance is going to go up. Most Medicare enrollees pay the Part B premium, whether they have original Medicare or private Medicare Advantage plan. Some Advantage plans offer give-back benefit where the insurer covers Part or all of the Part B monthly premium expenses. And it's true. I mean, in our last episode, I talked about enrolling for Medicare. We talked about Medicare Part A, B, C, D, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if you listen to that episode, then you're aware you don't pay for Part A for the most part. But you do pay a deductible, okay? And that deductible for Part A in hospital stays is going to increase... To one thousand six hundred and thirty-two dollars per stay. That's an increase of thirty-two dollars from twenty twenty-three. So you can just see that it's just it it's just endless, and you have to wonder if the people in Congress again. I know I've said this before, so I'm repeating myself. Forgive me. Do they understand the impact that this all has, and do they understand that the way that they figure cost of living increases for Social Security? is flawed it is not reflective of how people are being affected by inflation and they need to do something about it of course i'm talking about a congress that right now cannot even elect a new speaker of the house as i record this it has been going on for well over a week and a half that they've been trying to elect someone so everything is just it's a mess and we're caught in the middle and i remind you that as this mess is going on we are coming very quickly towards another government shutdown debate. So who becomes Speaker of the House is really important because will they, like Kevin McCarthy, and I'm no fan of McCarthy, will they realize the importance of compromise or will they elect someone who's radical enough to say, we'll shut down the government until we get what we want, like children. Medicare is going up. So if you're receiving, let's even give the benefit of the doubt, what did they say, the $52 that they believe that most people will get? as an average uh, increase for Social Security, well, knock $10 off of that, so that's $42. If you're going to get what I believe is the realistic number, probably a $40 increase, knock it down to $30 for your Social Security benefit uh, after you pay your Medicare costs. If you're buying eggs and grocery shopping and everything else right now, you know everything else, the, nothing else is coming down. Nothing. Gas in the area where I am in South Florida right now, I just paid 309 for it, but it just a couple of weeks ago was I was paying I think 3.73, uh, and certainly the situation in the Middle East right now could affect gas prices as we're going. So, anyway, information I just read I want to give a proper uh, credit. It is uh, from an article written by Dina Bunis, Bunis, I hope I'm saying that correctly, who writes for the AARP Bulletin. Uh, that's where some of the information came from in that, some from my own research. You know, I want to read some of the comments that came along with the article. And I'm not going to identify them by name. But this is what people besides Bill Monte is are saying about all of this, right? One person wrote, we got screwed on this deal. 3.2% increase yearly and half of this increase will go to cover. Never ending cost uh, to be fully covered. Someone else writes, just a I said, how does anyone get close to 1900 a month? This is a joke. I'm a widow. I have to work. And after a heart attack at 66, I have to do this to survive since Part B increase. And deductible increases means I can't pay the bills. Medicare is a joke, but it's not a funny joke. Someone else wrote, why give a cost of living increase only to give it back with an increase in Medicare? We are already having a hard time making ends meet. One more thing I want to mention, too, about the uh, the, the people who are going to be affected by this, in, this only 3.2% increase. If you are receiving SNAP benefits, what used to be called food stamps, now they call it SNAP, Every time there's an increase in your benefit, there's a decrease in your SNAP benefits. So, people last year who got the, what was it, it was over an 8% increase in Social Security, who were receiving SNAP benefits in the state of Florida anyway, saw their SNAP benefit decrease by 25 to 50% in some cases. Someone explain that to me. How getting an 8% increase in your monthly Social Security check equates to getting a 25% decrease in your SNAP benefit. But that's another way that low-income seniors are going to be hurt by all of this. Another person wrote, this increase is outrageous. Not all Medicare recipients receive benefits over $1,900 a month. Some recipients receive a lot less. This increase affects the budget people are trying to live on. I'm newly receiving Social Security. The premiums don't leave much to cover anything, and I definitely do not get $1,900 worth. It's just a lot going on. There's a lot to cover in all of this. And, you know, I, I, I just hope someone starts listening. And, you know, the only way we can make people listen is if we get on the phone, if we send the emails to the people in Congress who represent us and say, hey, you've got to get better at this. You're not doing a very good job, and I'm not happy. All right? So that means we've got to do our work, too. You can't just sit here and pontificate on my podcast, and you can't just listen to me do so. We have to get in touch with the people who can make these decisions, or else it's all going to go to hell in the handbasket. And the handbasket's already made, and we're all just stepping into it. Literally, we're stepping into it. I want to tell you also, give me just a minute here to shuffle my notes around, which you can probably hear. we got some changes that are coming up with the show. I want to take a moment, to say thank you for your support over these past few months. You know, when I first opted into doing a podcast, I did it because I was in a position to have access to information that could help seniors. And I thought there was really not a way that it was easy to find for a lot of people. So that's why I started the podcast. That was the whole point of this. I also wanted to kind of get back into, you know, my previous field You know, I come from the entertainment industry and it was on radio for a short time, but on radio and stage and all that sort of stuff. And I wanted to get back into doing something creative like that. I want to thank you for your support over these past few months. There are a lot of people who, when I first talked about doing a podcast, thought I would never make it past episode two or three. And here we are at episode 13. And this is an interesting way to reach people, to get your message out. Because, you know, really, most of you who listen, I don't know, I'll never meet, I'll never hear from. You know, unlike radio, you can't call in, you can't get a live response to what's being said. And so I really appreciate you for inviting me into your life. And hopefully the information I've shared has made an impact or at least a difference for you or someone that you know. With that said, 2024, I will be launching a new podcast. That will explore the stories and legends that make up the South Florida region. So if you grew up in South Florida and stayed or moved away, or perhaps you just want to hear some fascinating stories that range from Al Capone to Flipper to the heyday of spring break in Fort Lauderdale to the rise and fall of the movie and TV business and everything in between all of that that happened in the lower part of the Sunshine State, I hope you will join me in early 2024 as I launch Tales from South Florida a new podcast from Bill Monte coming up though, before we finish this run of shows this season for Bill Monte's guide to getting older, uh, our last few episodes of the year, I invite you to join me on my personal journey to apply for and begin receiving social security benefits. So we've talked a lot about social security in these shows and if we're going to apply for it i figure what better way to help you out than let you learn from me so it's sort of like when uh, katie couric had the colonoscopy you know during the today show this is going to be my social security colonoscopy for you my friends except i don't get the great sleeping drugs you know but I also don't have to do the prep day hopefully it's not as painful as the prep day to do this you know, I fear it might be so this is uncharted waters for me i do not look forward to jumping into communicating with the government to try to get all this done So I am glad to have your company along the way. And I hope it's a unique opportunity for you to learn what to do and what not to do when you also need to apply. Also, I would love to get your opinion on what we're talking about on today's episode or about the show in general. So as you might know from previous episodes, you can contact me at billmonty 4 at gmail.com. But now you can leave me a voicemail. At my new guide to getting older voicemail box, 754-800-3170. Okay, so you can just leave me a voicemail, 754-800-3170. If you call, be aware you're giving me permission by leaving the voicemail to use it on the air. Uh, I will not use your name if you don't want me to. You just need to put that into the voicemail. You want to remain anonymous. And there is no compensation outside of becoming a star on a podcast. But maybe I can find some way to send you a little gift. And thank you for your participation if you are chosen to part of the show. In the meantime, though, we've still got a lot of tales to share about getting older, starting with my Social Security Journey Part 1. And that begins the next time that we get together on Bill Monty's Guide to Getting Older. So remember, always be kind to yourself and those you meet every day. And we will see you where? On the flip side. Bill Monte here and I'm inviting you to join me with our new show coming in 2024 Tales from South Florida whether you grew up in South Florida you're still living in South Florida or you think about South Florida there's a lot of stories that you need to know about from Al Capone to Meyer Lansky from the haunted theaters of Fort Lauderdale to the Hollywood Sportatorium from the Fort Lauderdale Strip to stripping down at the nude beaches we've got it all for you coming in 2024 Tales from South Florida with Bill Monte we will see you on the flip side.